And there you have it, four games and four results in the Champions League quarterfinal. Thanks for tuning in with Above the Pitch, and we're going to get started with uh, my favorite matchup, Liverpool-Porto, uh, the godsend of a matchup that we got in the draw. And we have the outcome that we were looking for, which is 2-0 Liverpool at Anfield, and Porto once again has not won a game at away uh, this whole competition. Uh, just to mention, they were missing two players, uh, Herrera, Hector Herrera, and Pepe. Uh, but some say Pepe is 90 years old, so that's probably why he couldn't play. And It was for a yellow card. Yeah. And here we are. So, I'm very happy with the result. Uh, I think the beginning of the game went very well. When, you know, we were on attack the full time. When we scored a second goal, I just felt like there's going to be seven. It's gonna be seven goals. I was right. like, wow. Two goals in uh, two goals in twenty five minutes. Yeah, and there there was almost a third. There was the one with Salah where they mispassed it between the two center backs, and he caught onto it, and then he just made it a little wide. But you know, watching them play was, I was very impressed. That's what I was looking for. Uh, some will say, oh well, it was just Porto. I understand that they're not one of the better team. They're the worst team, I would say, out of all of them. But they're still in the quarterfinals of Champions League, so you ha- you can't take that for granted. Do you think they took their foot off the pedal after they got two? Maybe, you know, fatigue got to them and said, hey, we can rest a little bit for what's coming up at the end of the week. Yeah, you know, I did feel that way. I felt out of everybody this game, Salah was the only one that didn't stop. I think Salah really played one of his better games as far as effort being put in. He had that one play that everyone's been talking about where he... You're watching him come from attack all the way to defense. And on that transition play, they were going to give the ball to the right winger, uh, which would have been wide open. But Salah plugged up the hole as a left back for that moment and took the ball. So it's showing that he really wants it, that he's really trying to prove himself. Yeah, Salah said that uh, the Champions League title is actually more important to him than the league title. He'd rather, personally, he'd rather have a Champions League title. ¿Por qué no los dos? Why not both? That's just what he wants. That's what the Dosakis guy would say. I know. Uh, who is your standout player of the game for you? For Liverpool? Tough question, actually. I want to say Salah stood out because of his effort. But I also want to say Keita stood out for me due to him constantly showing what he could bring to the table. So, I can't really choose between the two. Do you think Keita would be your... Uh... Champions League midfielder, like this is the guy you have to have in your Champions League midfield. I think he's turning into that. I'm not sure if he's there yet. He hasn't been consistent enough yet. But from the Bayern game and to this game, yes. When we were against Napoli and PSG, it was shaky. So if he keeps this up, I agree with you. And this is one of your, um, you, sorry, you guys. Haven't been good away from home in the Champions League, and Porto have not lost a game at home in the Champions League this year. Yeah, correct. Do, do you think uh, you know they'll give you a scare, or do you think it's open, open, open chuck case right now? Two zero. I think it's done because all we need is one away goal, and that makes them to have to get at least three to continue. Right. So asking for four goals is a lot. I think if it was a one nothing game, then I would still be worried. Because 
you know, Porto's still a strong team. They they still know what they're doing. They can organize themselves. They have the home fans. Uh, they could easily get at least one or two goals. But I think asking for four is too much, especially with the form Liverpool's in. You know, if you step back, look at the results. Um, no one is really looking that dominant at the moment in the quarterfinals. So well, I think they're in good you shape. Know, you did have the versus Porto, like you said. I understand. I mean, it's, I understand. You know. But you know the class, we, the quality is different. We we were we were we were looking at the other fixtures, and I thought some games were going to be a landslide, and it was tight. I didn't think so. It was tight. And we'll get to we'll get we'll, to that. We'll with get Ajax. to that. We'll get to the more you know exciting games. Yeah. Right, so, right now. So, you know, <laughs> that's all I really have to say for that game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, so it's a straightforward game. I was just glad that the consistency stayed. Yeah, you just had to you know hope that Liverpool won it like they should, and they, they did. They did. Yeah. If they got one more goal, maybe they could have, you know, rested, away. A, rested yeah. a couple key players for the next game. But it's okay. I'm going to mention one thing, by the way. Yeah. This is really upsetting me, and I can't, I can't stop thinking about what? it. What? What is going on with Shakiri? That's the question. I mean, he's not injured. Klopp just doesn't he's need been him. Playing well, and what really has got he even me upset, been playing? No, he. They're not letting. I him know play. they don't let him play. He's just there. Like to create... literally, I was sitting there and I was like, "Look, we're dying right now." It's like 70th minute, put in Shakiri, right? But we choose to put Origi and Sturridge. I'm like, that combo is not good. And then he keeps going. He calls Shakiri over at the 92nd minute. The poor guy couldn't even get on. They actually blew the whistle for the end of the game. And he just shook the referee's hand and sat back down. I mean, that sucks. It does. Like, why even bother? Uh, you know, you just got to, whether you have to play one second or one minute. Just to help out the team, it's kind of lame. I know, but I really, it's it's bumming me out because I feel like Shakiri's that guy that he really jumps on his uh, confidence hopes. boost. Yeah, when he plays, he's a very confident player. You know, and right now you're literally just deading him out. You're not letting him. Add maybe on to something's it. going on that he doesn't like. I, maybe I don't know just, what it is. He likes security, and Shakiri doesn't. Some give him people that were saying that Shakiri is not really good at coming back to right. play defense. But I mean, dude, it's two nothing Porto. Put the guy in. Maybe he's just not every player is going to be able to play defense. You know. Well, that's the Klopp thing. You got to go back and forth. Understood. The only person who doesn't really let go back and forth is Salah. But my, and Alexander Arnold gets upset. My thing that I'm worried about is we're going to need every player at some point in time, and we're going to need Shakiri at some point in time. And if you're just waiting for him. You know, just throw him in at the end and wait for magic. It's not going to happen. Well, I think he he would run back, like knowing how much game time he's been getting, which is like zero. If you put him in, I'm sure he'll run back. Yeah, I don't know. It's bothering me, and I don't know what to, what's going to happen. But you know, we'll stay tuned with that. Moving on to the new toilet bowl stadium. No, it's actually a nice stadium. I like it, it is. It is very nice. Like stadium. It looks beautiful. like a Star Wars. Uh, something out of Star Wars. I think it's, it's a little too. I want to see that. It's a little too cylinder for me, but it is a nice stadium. Yeah, I'm sure they did an awesome job. So apparently, that's what everybody's saying. They got great acoustics. You know, they have like this crazy ass like bar or whatever. Okay. You know, it's supposed to be state of the art, like five star. You know, everything like that. All thanks to selling Soldado. <laughs> that's where all the transfers. That's are. probably what it. Ha- that's probably what happens. You know, they they just accumulated all this all this money from these great players that they sold. They got they got the stadium. I, I, I say sell Lamella and get another bar. They also hired great electricians. That's why. Oh, that's, that's what it what, is. You know, 
the wages on that. I mean, it must be an astronomical. <laughs> so, watch the game, Tottenham, Man City. Man City obviously looking strong in the beginning. Yeah, 13 minutes in, a penalty shot. Penalty shot. At first, I didn't VAR. think it was a penalty. It was. But Adi opens up. Yeah, after you see arm. it, you see, you know, it did have, it did have a, um, you know, it had say in how the flight of the bowl was going. So you got a penalty, and Sergio Aguero steps up. He just looks too casual. He usually looks casual. No, when a but penalty, that was though. like extra casual. Like I was watching <laughs> the game, and it's He's like, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I felt like. Yeah. It felt like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and he took it, and like even when he took it, it didn't didn't even phase him. I mean, I obviously strike good professional striker doesn't really phase you, but like he just put it in the air where where Loris get it. Obviously, congrats, dove the right way, great save. But like there was like no power in it. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like a floater. I think he was just confident he was going to pick the right side. Yeah, and that 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 Loris would just stand still or just dive wrong. But like Loris, the man. I like Larissa a lot. It's a Champions League game. I like Larissa a lot. Yeah, I bet you like it when he made a mistake and let you win the game, but we're not talking about that. Well, he didn't make a mistake. Right. Alderweireld did. He made a mistake. He should have held on to the ball. A ball is being lobbed at you, but we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> okay, bring it up and not talk about it. Anyway, <laughs> so the game was mostly matched to cities. Uh, they're playing really well, Man City. Tottenham trying to create something with their speed. I want to say Ericsson had a brilliant game. Ericsson um, did have a good game, yes. You know... The ball would always be coming to him, and a good midfielder looks up before he receives the ball to make sure he knows what, what's going on and where everybody's making a run. And as soon as he touched the ball, he just flick it in the other direction or, or into the direction of uh, a player that he saw as he was looking up. And that, that that's what's so great about him, yeah. right? He's always given them the opportunity to make something. Um, but uh, Man City were playing without Bernardo Silva. You know, he was very key. For them this year, he's probably been their best player. Um, they used Mares instead. They played a four-three-three wide, and they had Iker Gundogan and Fernandinho on at the same time for I guess a little bit more support in the midfield. It was working, but uh, they couldn't really create anything too crazy. And now, big blow for Spurs once again, and Harry Kane injured by Fabian Delph. Yeah, he hopped off. Hops off the field. But then... It all opens up for Son, your man. It all starts it up. Once Son gets the free... Man, the myth, the legend. Once Kane isn't in there, he has so much more space to do what he Honestly, wants. Honestly, this has been happening... Whether he wants to be on the left side or the right side. This has been happening all season for Spurs. They're literally better off without Kane, and it is, I don't understand why. And putting Son there, he's just an animal. Can we just blame Deli Ali? If Deli Ali was a winger, maybe things would work out better for them. Because he's just <laughs> yeah, but he had his Burma spin, so he's good. Yeah, I know he's good, but like, I don't know. He's kind of just. It looks like he runs on stilts. I don't know. I just feel like they lack when they have him inside, like because he's not so fast. He's bulky. He should just be in the middle of the box. Yeah, you know what he I mean. He's a good heading presence, but yeah, yeah he's not when he quick, decides he's to go inside yeah. the box and head it. But uh, you know, son. What a goal. With I, the winner. I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, seeing him, he was onside. He gets the ball. He goes through the sideline. I'm like, man, he overran that. All right, ball's going to go out of bounds. Move on. He keeps it in bounds. Well, there was no doubt about right. it. Who's in? He turns, gets past Delph, and rifles it in. I was very happy. It was a chance that 
maybe not everyone would have right. opened up. I agree. Uh, most people wouldn't have opened up. They might no, have crossed the back right. in, maybe not have kept it in bounds. Right. It was. It should have been a save by Anderson, but, you know, Son hits it. It's a good finisher. He's one of the best finishers inside the box. He's crazy. Beast. And, you know, you know, Ederson doesn't get it. You know, Ederson should feel bad he doesn't get it. I mean, Gundogan and Delph tried to close it down as best they could. Delph had some terrible defending, uh, but, you know, someone made him the space and took the shot and it went in. And the game just slowly just panned out and the yeah. result of the game happened. And Tottenham win. First Champions League game at home in their new stadium. New White Hart Lane. If, I don't know what they're calling it, but... I guess New White Hart Lane is what we can call it. I have no idea. It's not really on White Hart Lane. Just for the record, I did say two out of three are going to Spurs. So far, it's one out of three. So that's good. That's true. Let's see. I don't. I don't think Spurs win the rest. I said one more. I don't think they. They get. I say they win the Premier League one and they blow the second leg. Man City at home dominates Spurs, and then you know. They dominate them again. You know why? Because I also think that now that Spurs are, uh, City is down one, they're going to hyper-focus on that game. It's very tight right now. So now they have Crystal, then they have Spurs, then they have Spurs. So they're going to hyper-focus on that Champions League because that's what really matters right now. So I don't know. They, they, they shuffle I, a lot. I they, they can shuffle, which is good, but I really don't feel like they're feeling any pressure. They're out there playing all well, smiles. Well, Sergio Aguero seems to not have any pressure. You should get a Budweiser <laughs> when he's taking a penalty <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, they just, they're all smiles when they play. They're having a good time. They are. <laughs> they are. They must get orange slices at halftime from the mom. I mean, I wish I got orange slices hey. at halftimes in my life. That's what matters. Wake up, orange slice. <laughs> brush my teeth, orange, orange slice. slice. It That's might right. not taste good afterwards because I just brushed my teeth. But it's fine. But it's okay because I got an orange slice. Look, it could be worse. You could be Fernando Lorente. So you think Tottenham's going through after this? Or do you think... What, Champions League? Yeah. No. I say they lose oh, the second save Man City so Because City's going to focus on it. I'm saying City loses the... I think Premier City League. beat Crystal Palace too. But we're, we're, No, no, no. The Champions... The right, Crystal right. Palace game, I'm talking about right. they're going to lose the Spurs Premier League. Yeah, game. I understand, but they're not. Okay. I've seen it before. I've seen it too. Well, I think we've got different tapes. Oh, sorry. I, I flashed back to that point where Liverpool were like 12 points up. Oh, great. Here we go again. I think there was like six and games we're left. we're going to just end all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you can come. You can go to the next game, which is making fun of me. But I don't really know if there's much to make fun of. But oh, am I getting to make fun of you now? Yeah, but I really don't think there's really much to make fun of. Well, I mean, besides for that poor goal that they scored on us. All right, well, look, they look. had two attempts. That was one of them. Look, okay. First disclaimer: Barcelona not was not convincing. Good. They're not. They did not play well. I told you yet. It's Maybe just United also didn't play that well. We played better than them. We played so much better than them. I mean, that's kind of debatable. You didn't watch the game. You watched the highlights. I watched the game. Extended highlights. Great, extended highlights. So you could just see (laughs) terrible crosses into the box by both teams. Yeah, but that's what it looked like. But we we actually played the ball around. Like, you don't think... When you go back to Barcelona of 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, they're passing the ball all around you. They're making you look dumb. This team didn't hold on to the ball, ever. Like, until the last 15 minutes of the game. Well, am I going to agree that this is nowhere near... Oh, no. They're, Barcelona. they're, Obviously, they're, they're trash not. compared to what they used to be. So then you should have took advantage and won the game. We tried, but we have no final third play. 
You have Lukaku. What does that even mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have no final third ball play. Like, do you think Lukaku is for Fernando Lorente with a mask? No, Lukaku's definitely better. <laughs> okay, but it's like we're so stagnant. Like we don't move. Like if you look at Man City play, if you look at Ajax play, if you look at Bernadeschi play, not Juventus, Bernadeschi, the, moving. All the time, not have the ball. You find that pocket of space. You go in between two of the enemy, uh, two of the opponent players. Mm-hmm. Man United doesn't do that that much. Pogba always winds up going to the more difficult passing area. You know, Fred is, I think, the only player who keeps looking in well, pockets of space. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I notice that happens a lot when Man United play the five back. We never play five back. Okay, it's the uh, the three back with the four five midfielders. I'm talking three, about like five, when you have two. Diego Delort on one side. Yeah, but this today we played four three three. You did? Yeah, Diego Delort played right wing, but also switched on no, to the you left had side. Delort and Ashley Young on the outside. So that's what I was saying. Five. No, we played four three three today, dude. I understand. You had five. Okay, whatever formation you played, you fielded five defenders. On the fi- on the pitch, we didn't field five defenders on the pitch. Yes, you did. Lindelof, Lindelof, Smalling, Smalling, Luke, Luke Shaw, Ashley, Ashley Young, Young, Diego Diego Delo. But Diego Delo didn't play a defender. He played as a winger today. He never even came back that often. Okay, well, I just feel like when you have that many of them, you guys aren't as creative, and especially with McTominay and Fred now in the middle, that's kind of tough for you guys. But Fred is creative. Understood. And McTominay, but he hasn't played much for you guys. So he played the last three games, and he was brilliant. He was the best player we had on the field today. Well, today, yeah. And McTominay, they've both been fantastic every time they play, and they both like they both tee up at the semicircle of the box, so they're always able to shoot and create chances. Uh, the crossing was poor from Delo and Ashley Young today. Uh, definitely Ashley Young. He was terrible today. Uh, probably worst player on the field for us, at least. Mm-hmm. But uh, everybody but don't else you was... feel like when you usually have uh, Pugma on the pitch with Martial, with Rashford, both opening up the wings, and then Lukaku up top, you have better play? Uh, because what you're doing I here is... I think when Lukaku isn't on the pitch, we have better play. Yeah, I mean, because what I'm also bringing up is when I'm talking about the five defenders I agree, fielded, when we're more wide narrowed. Yes, So when you're wider at the top, yes. you play a lot better because you use your speed. Yeah, I could agree with that. You know um, what I mean? So I think that's something you're missing because now you're focusing the ball in the middle and all you have in the middle is really Lukaku and that's not... Yeah, we just kind kept trying to toss it to him or get us a uh, through ball into Rashford and it's not going to work out like that. Um, we, tried to, we tried to abuse the crossing because Barcelona actually isn't good at defending crosses. PK had an amazing game today. Yeah. Um, just, better, just better final third play, man. It's just really poor. We haven't yeah. had good final third play in the last three years. Look, it's I, not consistent. I, I'll say I'll give you credit for holding the one zero. That's we for tied. sure. We should have tied. We should have tied. Suarez's header wasn't on target. On target. He's going to right cross the net. Yeah, it went in though. Okay, good for them. I feel like if it didn't go in, they would have been aggressive enough to pull something. Okay, would have been I fair. Really don't Maybe think a one so. nothing. Still. They but I mean, keeping them at on one, one goal is awesome. They had two shots. But uh, if you count that as a shot. Yeah. So a team that usually plays the ball around every single team they, in La Liga. They, I don't know if they played nervous. I, I don't I know don't what was so. going on. I don't think they would be nervous. 
They passed the ball, but they but didn't, this is what I was talking about. You game. know, I was really confident in this going into this game that Barcelona were just gonna right. And you I know, told you, take care of business sauce now. Like I can buy it. At They're st- a I can, keeping gallon can, of wax. I can sauce. buy that at Stop and Shop. Nice. And I think Ederson has been eating a lot of it. Ederson is whack. He only bought them for his feet. He doesn't know how to use his hands. You probably he drew the, he probably drew the tattoos on his neck. <laughs> like he's just <laughs> ugly. You think it's a temporary smiley face and he just puts it on before every game? I hope so. That's probably it. I really hope so. You know, he wets it a little bit and Yeah, he sticks on his skin every before every game and you know, it's just to tell everybody that he's happy on the inside. We should have a who's get sponsored by wax sauce once a week. We could have I a wax off appro- kind of thing. Pro- that's appropriate. Uh, yeah, how would you guys also feel about like a uh, man of the match thing where we talk about a player who's been big in the Champions League game for that game? You like, you like that idea? I like it. You know what we could do? Uh, we can already just make it a statement that wax sauce is actually funded by Kareem Benzema. Cause that's that's good I idea. He's the founder of wax sauce, and the co-owner is Fernando Llorente. So we could just start <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Good idea. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, one nothing. Uh, Barcelona had most of the possession. They had double the amount of passes, but it led to really nothing. So yeah, because they kept giving the ball away. Because Coutinho just needs to come back. The the stats didn't really show what was going on in the game. We were more yeah. influential. Fred was a monster. I can't I can't state that enough. He was he was absolutely incredible. Like he, the guy's like five foot five. Man, he's, should Fred? He's running back and forth stealing the ball. Should Fred get more? Play yes. Time? Wow, you just knew it before I even said it. Yes. That was wonderful. He has been getting it. He has been getting it. He's played the last three, four games. He's really good. How about in the Premier League? He has been, yeah. Okay. He's been good. Even though he slipped up, and that's why we lost. That's why they, they scored the goal against us, against Wolves. But, that, you know, it's a rainy pitch. Mm-hmm. Slips. Doesn't really happen. He's our guy to play from the back. So we trust him. That's just, good. Yeah. It's a good player. Yeah. It's goodbye, Mourinho. Awesome. It's a goodbye. So, now we're done with the most boring... Yeah, definitely four. most now to the most exciting. And they do it again. I think they should have won the game. The Netherlands young boys killing it. Bringing their They're team back to glory right now. They are. You know, this team they don't have to play with fear. They can just go out there and have fun and play the way they play. Like it's just like a big street game for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very creative. They always find the space. They're making always to connect passes together. They play some pretty attractive stuff. Dutch mm-hmm. football, you know, four three three. You know, they don't. They didn't sign up four three three here. But they played a four two three one, but still they can open up the wings, which they usually do. You know and, who would love oh, love man. this Champions League? Johan Cruyff. Hundred percent. Ah, hundred percent. This is awesome. They are an amazing team. It's it's so sad that the 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 Dutch league isn't as big as it once was, and you know now it's harder for those kind of clubs to hold players and. You know, keep them together and make a super team and kind of be like Bayern Munich, but from another league. Yeah, well, you know, it's tough to do that. You have to be... When you're in a league like that, you're going to make all your money from international play. And unless you're consistently getting semifinal and final in Champions League every year, you're not really going to be able to keep the players. And that's the hard part. But here they are. They do it time and time again. I mean, I remember... Way back when, well, not way back when, but a while back, that's where we got Luis Suarez from. Yeah, I mean, from some of the greatest players have come out of you know Ajax Academies, Latan, um, Dennis Burkamp. Dennis Burkamp. Um, I mean, there's so many. I think, uh, well, Feyenoord had uh, 
Robin Van Persie, all these great players come out of the Dutch league, and um, well, you had Van Boston as well. Yeah, there, there's there's a list of names. So many of them. The, yeah, the, yeah, the best players come out of Air Division. A, a lot of them come from yeah, at least Ajax. Yeah, uh, yeah, we could say that. A lot yeah. of them come from Air Division now. Usually Ajax or PSV. Yeah, and these these the league is always close, which is also really good to see. It's only only a few points between all the players, and you know it's been switching back and forth on who's winning. But, you know, Barcelona, they're slick. You know, no one really, this didn't really pop up in the air, but they try to ma- they're trying to make a deal with Ajax and how all the players in Barcelona can get loaned to Ajax, but all the Ajax players can get loaned to Barca. And they'll have, like, this this uh, camp system for Barcelona, oh, essentially. See you later. So all I the Ajax so players pissed. would go to Barcelona. I would be so pissed. But I don't think... It's not a good deal for Ajax, so I don't think they should take it. I don't think so either. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's only going to benefit Barca at that right, point. Right, right, because they have the whole Johan Cruyff connection and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I feel like Ajax should just try to fight. I mean, they, they should do their own thing like yeah. they're, they're exactly. doing already. Yep. I mean, it's extremely impressive. They beat Real Madrid. You say, oh, okay, they did it once. Probably not going to happen again. And now they hold their ground with Juventus. And to be honest, they made Juventus... They were pummeled. They were, they were taking punches. They made Juventus not look that great, to be honest. Yeah. They didn't look that great to me. And again, you know, a, another first leg where Juventus doesn't look like they're going to win anything. Yeah. Uh, you know? Juventus only started to push by the end of the ha- end of the second half. They're playing like Lazio. The The rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the time, Ajax was just pushing at them. You know, it, it's crazy how good Frankie Dayangin and DeLitt is. Uh, you know, their they're, they're top three of Neris, you know, Zajic and Tadic are fantastic together. Uh, Blind is one of the, their experienced center backs, but, you know, it's, it's Daily Blind, you know. He's yeah, not when, really, he, when that's your experienced center back, you know, geez, they have Lover next to him. Uh, he's not as bad as Lovren. Blind is good. He has a good brain for the game. Yeah. Okay? Do not insult the man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do not insult Lovren's the man. The but it, it's crazy how good DeLitt and DeJong are at such a young age. Like it, it's crazy how they can just control their areas, and control the game, and not be scared of anything, and make the right passes, and just make professionals that have been playing the game for years look poor. Uh huh. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I would say one of the players that I enjoyed watching the most for this game was Zayek. Yeah, it was very influential this game. <sighs> wow. And I think he's a lefty, and he just has a rifle for a foot. And he's not afraid to take the shots, and I think that was a big deal for them. I don't think Juventus was ready for a team to be just taking outside-the-box shots at any given time. I don't think Chesney was ready. He held his ground. I, what he's I'm saying is, like, I didn't, there was so many shots taken by Ajax, and no one to stand in front of it. And it didn't matter what angle or how it was set up, they just went for it. And that's what counts, because you put a lot of pressure on the defense, you know, it, it will hurt them in the end. So, yeah, Ajax are always moving around, like I was saying before. And it's it's sad, because you don't see players after they make the big bucks and, you know, get into the top team that they move as much as they did when they played for, you know, a smaller... I, won't, I don't want to say a smaller club, that's, a, that's an insult to Ajax, but for... You know, a team that is not in the, you know, kingdom of halls of the now of clubs. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah. the top clubs. 
And I feel like if teams did that more and players did that more consistently, the games would be a lot more exciting. Right. Agreed. You know? Agreed. But, uh, you know, that was Juventus away, correct? That game? I think it was. Yes, it was Juventus away. It was Ajax's home. The Ajax fans were incredible, by the way. They were. Oh yeah, they were. Awesome. They were loud. They you were chanting the entire time. They were. They were. They were with it for the party. There's some crazy fans, but here's a question. Yeah. Uh, Chiellini missing. Yeah, it was a big loss. Influential. 100. percent With him in the defense. You think that would have changed? Yeah, it would have changed because well, they well, they attacked mostly on the side where Chiellini plays. So um, I think he would have closed things down. and He would have organized the defense more. Than what it was. Um, Kaylini is a big miss, and Bonucci is just a racist. So you know, <laughs> he was booed the entire game almost for his comments. I mean, that's terrible what he did. You know, yeah. In case no one knows, uh, during their game against, I think it was who was it against? Ch- Charvi or some C team? From, or something? No, no, no. Some low, low, low Italian team. Uh, he didn't back up his own teammate. Moise Keane, right? Yeah, after he was howled at, like in a, it, you know, it, with monkey sounds and racist chants. Yeah, that's messed up. He said, "Oh, you shouldn't have done it. It was a fifty-fifty thing." He made the crowd noisy. Yeah, yeah pretty stupid. Yeah. It's bad enough that he said that, but then it to also be your, teammate. your own teammate. Like, that's yeah. sad. That's really sad. That's bad. I was right. Cagliari. Was it? See? Are you sure? Yeah. I just looked it up. Okay. Just to make sure. Yeah. Cagliari. So, yeah, it's sad. I mean, that happens a lot, unfortunately. and it Especially just in the Italian league. Yeah. Um. It's not easy for these players, and I know Raheem Sterling has talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, it's happened with him a good amount of times. Uh, Against Montenegro. I was just going to say, yeah, when England went to Montenegro. so They should just walk off the field. kind of feel like, you know. That would make a good statement. Say, hey, captain, you know. Because you know what? Kind of tired anything, of this. They're making them more money. Right. So they should just walk away. Right. And I'm talking about, like, if England goes to Montenegro, it's not going to hurt England from leaving. It's going to hurt right. Montenegro because they don't get that type of, right. you know, Action. skill yeah. of play. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, there's no room for it, so. But. You think uh, Juventus go home and then take care of business? Ronaldo goes Super Saiyan, takes care of the business. Delay was holding him up on uh, the corners. Did a good job. This is a good question. I kind of want Ike to Ronaldo go I want Ike to win the whole thing. Ronaldo wants it a lot. And if they come out again, the same way they did that second leg, you just saw that. They, you just yes, knew they were going to win. It's unstoppable. Like, it was insane. Yeah. If they do that, if this was the whole setup just to hold it until Kalini gets back in and then you just go for it, they're going to go through. Yeah. But I just feel Did bad. Did you have Ajax making another comeback? No. Oh, I had I Juventus? Yeah. I, we both had Juventus? Yeah. You know, I just feel bad. I feel like Ajax deserve it more than Juventus. I feel like Juventus can't know, keep cleaning that. it up over the, you know... Ajax is consistently playing above par every they single game. They Understood. And they're doing it. Yeah. And Juventus is playing below par first game and then above par the second. Or even keel the second. Yeah, you know? their waveform hasn't been as good. But, uh, yeah, I just, we can't. You can't rule him out. You can't rule Ronaldo no, out. No, no, no. I'm not. Yeah, I know. I'm not difficult. saying you were saying that, but 
I think Juventus, you know, we're going to obviously stick with what you said, but we both stick with what we said. But I think the the second leg is going to be a little different for Ajax. Also, we should just mention Sickle by Ronaldo, right? Yeah, it, it was a very Power nice header. diving header. You know, obviously just sick. The great thing about being able to play with Ronaldo is knowing he's going to be there. Yeah. Just put the ball where you need to, and he's going to be there. He's probably watching Robert Van Persie header videos before he started. That that header from that World Cup, though, is still one of the greatest diving headers I've ever seen yeah, in my life. Sick, Outside yeah. the box. And he's also Dutch. 100%. Dutch national team coming back hyped. Hyped. <laughs> Low-key hyped. No, extremely high-key hyped. I mean, they good, man. Netherlands, final. Next World Cup. You heard it here. You know what? I'll go with that. That's good, right? Yeah, maybe England. Third place again. No, no, no. I don't know about all that. I think we're talking about Champions League, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that's our wrap up for Champions League quarterfinal. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us and uh, keep on listening, and we will give you some more material to come. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>